Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Drag up that diesel. What is good and welcome to the Pigpen Podcast. I'm your host, Denton Day, at Denton underscore Day on Twitter. Hope everyone is having a uh, as fantastic as a summer as you can possibly have, seeing as we are still in the middle of a global pandemic. But fear not, football is back and football is here. So you have something to kind of turn your eye away from all the craziness in the world and you can focus on football and we're getting football, at least as of right now, which is something to be very, very excited about. As always, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, be sure to subscribe to the Hogshaven podcast feed. And if you are not a member already on hogshaven.com, be sure to go over and do that. I want to talk about the quarterback situation that we have going on here in Ashburn. It is going to take me a little bit of time to get used to saying uh, Washington football team, by the way. Let me just preface that. So if I say Redskins throughout the course of this podcast, please have a little bit of mercy and don't try uh, to full-blown cancel me. There should be a grace period. With that said, though, I want to talk about the quarterback situation here uh, in Ashburn because I think it's going to get really, really interesting now that we know that Alex Smith is is actually making a comeback. I think for a while when we talked about Alex Smith's leg injury, it was like, oh, it would be really great if he could try and come back, or, oh, you know, it's just a great story. Well, here we are. Training camp has begun, and it looks like Alex Smith is actually going to be able to get involved in some sort of football activities, if not now, soon. He's been cleared for physical activities, and the assumption is, according to some of our coaching staff, that eventually Alex Smith will be cleared for football-related activities. So that begs a question, and this is a tough question. This is a two-part question, really. There's certain aspects to look at this, um, but it begs the question, should Alex Smith play for the Redskins this year if he's healthy? It's tough, right? I mean, there's not an easy answer. You could just say, oh, yes, of course, Alex Smith should, should totally play for the Redskins. 
But it is a very, very, I, I just caught myself saying Redskins again. Uh, he should play for the Washington football team. It is a very tough question, though, because there's so many different aspects to look at it uh, from either a physical perspective, from what do we do with Dwayne Haskins' perspective, um, from an ethical perspective. Like, do you actually want to see Alex Smith play football again, knowing everything that he went through in that journey after nearly dying uh, from some of the infections in his leg. There's so many different aspects to tackle. So I, I definitely want this to be as interactive as possible. So if you have your thoughts at Denton underscore day on Twitter, but before we get into that, I want to start with what Ron Rivera had to say about Alex Smith and possibly coming back because he was asked about this. They've been still doing their, their zoom call press conferences. And this is what Ron Rivera said in regards to Alex Smith at the quarterback position for the team. Well, we compete. I mean, that's, that's the truth of the matter. You know, um, you know, we got a bit of good news that if he had passed the uh, the physical, as far as his doctors were concerned, that he could resume uh, action. And now, you know, he's got to pass the football physical for us. But if that happens again, I, I think this is a guy that becomes part of our, our equation. I mean, it's you know, it's it's the truth of the matter is that he'll be part of a competition going forward. Really, really interesting stuff there, right? He he's not at all shutting the door. In fact, he is he's very much opening the door, saying this is. If Alex wants to compete for the job, Alex can compete for the job. It, it almost kind of continues this weird narrative that I, I had thought and we'd beaten a little bit when it comes to Ron Rivera. Now, I'm going to guess this is more of the politically correct answer than anything. Uh, Ron Rivera does have a tendency to be uh, very good when it comes to these politically correct style of answers. And I'm going to guess that's what this is, where he's just saying, yeah, you know, the door is open for anybody. But it continues this narrative that Ron Rivera... Uh, doesn't always praise Dwayne Haskins when you would want him uh, to praise Dwayne Haskins. We, you know, for a while it was like, well, it's always going to be a competition. It's always going to be a competition. And then for like a two-week period, he was very high on Dwayne Haskins. And now that Alex Smith is back, it's like, well, you know, competition is really what fuels us here in training camp. So uh, I, I'm a little worried. Uh, I'm still a big Dwayne Haskins guy. I mean, let me just get my answer to this question out there before we even really get into it. I am a Dwayne Haskins guy, and I love Alex Smith. Uh, I think the journey that he's been on has been nothing short of sensational. Uh, I think it's been really cool for us as fans to to get an up-close-and-personal viewing as to what this journey has been like. You know, we've seen him at, at Wizards games when he had all of the metal in the world attached to his leg to keep it intact. We have seen Project 11. I I watched Project 11 multiple times, partly because I was interested in the story itself and partly because it's my job. You know, really tough gig over here. I got to watch football-related content, right? I mean, tough, I know, but somebody's got to do it, so I'm taking one for the team. I watched Project 11 probably three or four times, and he, every single time I had to close my eyes when I got to the actual wound because it was disgusting. I saw it the first time, and then every single time after that, I was like, wow, that looks like sour grapes. I would prefer not to look at that, uh, even worse than sour grapes if we're being honest, but it looked terrible, and I can't get that image out of my head. So as, as great as it is to to see Alex Smith at the end of that documentary doing, you know, physically relate, physical, I would say physically straining drills, not crazy but he's doing stuff on his leg at the end of the Project 11 documentary. Seeing him do that was cool. It was scary at the same time, though, because you're like, wow, that's, I mean, it's just high knees, and he's doing, you know, regular drills, but your leg almost came off your body at, like, less than a year ago, or a little over a year ago. Should you really be doing that? And it, it's that's going to be a question that I think a lot of people are going to struggle and wrestle with if you see Alex Smith suit up in pads once again. I think he does get the benefit of the doubt this offseason or, or something that I guess would be working in his favors that there aren't any preseason games because the absolute last thing you want 
is to put Alex Smith out there in like the third quarter of a preseason game where somebody on the other side is trying to make a roster and they're not holding up. That's not the first contact you want for Alex Smith at all. So it's nice for him from a physical perspective that he doesn't have to deal with that. And you can control the amount of contact that he takes in training camp once we actually start you know real hitting and once Alex Smith is fully cleared for football related activities which again is something that the coaching staff is expecting to be uh, to be the case in I mean who knows soon soon the plan is that Alex Smith is at some point going to be uh, cleared for football related activities so he is going to have to take some more contact and you can't shy away from that but you also don't want him uh, to go overboard with his first contact obviously when you come back from an injury there is a degree of I, I guess the not fear I think fear is the bad word and I don't know if a football player is ever going to openly admit to fearing contact seeing as it is their job but there is a bit of reservation it feels when you come back from a big time injury specifically in the lower legs because you can't defend yourself as much as you can for other injuries like it's very different if it's a rotator cuff injury right uh, you can warm that up and yes it might get it might hurt to get hit again but it's very different from a leg injury specifically Alex Smith's leg injury and all that we know the compound fracture the fact that it was poking out and all that stuff it's going to be very very weird for him to take contact but at the same time it's something that him as a quarterback you have to take contact you can't just do the red jersey in a real game so if you want to get to the point where you are now starting for the organization you have to be willing to to take that contact and I don't know for me personally I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way it would be very, very tough to watch Alex Smith take contact. And I can only feel for what his family feels, right? I mean, they take that and they magnify that to, to the nth degree. Seeing the guy that they love, a guy that they really, really care about. Like, I love Alex Smith, but I don't love them like his family loves him. And for them to see him take his first hit, it I mean, the wife, the kids, they're watching through finger goggles, right? And those finger goggles are clamped to their face. They don't want to see their dad... Uh, go through what they've already seen him go through. I mean, you got to be a very strong individual as a wife, and his wife was exceptionally strong throughout the course of the Project 11 documentary. I mean, she is a, that woman is a saint, and she has to be exceptionally strong to be out there and say, you know what, Alex, I know you want to do this. Go back out there, go play football, and then watch him get hit again. I mean, our offensive line is very, very good at their job, but they're not that good at their job. Eventually, if you are starting for the Washington football team, you are going to take a hit. And that's something that I don't know if I feel comfortable watching. And I know the family probably, I don't know if I feel comfortable watching that. It, it, it's almost this ethical dilemma. Like, I have no problem with football itself. I understand the sport is very, very violent. You understand the sport is very, very violent. But there's a very big difference between seeing guys that are understandably just kind of clashing skulls and seeing a guy that nearly died and wanting to come back. The perfect thing for Alex Smith, I feel, is the ceremonial knee. But the problem is he's an ambitious individual. And you're, you're, you're fighting that ambition there because you go on this wild and wicked journey, right? And the journey has been nothing short of, uh, of crazy, sensational. I mean, whatever positive word you want to use to describe his journey, it works because there's a real chance that he could have died through all of this. And you go on this wild journey and you get back to a point where you can actually play again and to not be able to do so, it feels like it would almost be coming up short. And I imagine he is feeling that same way because if I was in his position, I would want to at least get a throw, right? I'd want to at least come back and, and get a touchdown or something, just some big sort of play to really cap it off. Maybe you know that the your career is over after this year. 
I mean, obviously at this point, Alex Smith is 36, so his best years are, are clearly behind him. But that that final moment, if you're going to have a moment, you would rather go big or go home, right? I'd rather take the touchdown pass over the knee to win a football game. And I think most people would. So you're fighting that ambition. But here's the second part of the question. And this is why I don't want Alex Smith to come back and start for the Washington football team. Because I really like what Dwayne Haskins has done this year. Specifically this offseason. I think what we have seen from Dwayne Haskins has been really, really solid. Now, Ron Rivera is still, uh, he was asked again on, these, on the Zoom call about the, the quarterback battle because now we have Dwayne Haskins and Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. This is what Ron Rivera said about the actual quarterback competition in camp. Well, again, I still think it's a competition, mostly because we'll, we'll have a, a, a longer period of time than I had anticipated uh, to get ready to roll. So, again, it's going to be pure competition. Um, I like the fact that, you know, we've got a good group of guys that will push one another. And, uh, you know, I, I think the big thing more than anything else is it's going to be about, you know, how each guy develops over the period of time. I mean, we've got a little bit more time. Um, the one downfall is we don't have any preseason games. So, again, we're going to have to try and create as many um, game-like situations in our practices as possible so we can get a good evaluation of our quarterbacks. Again, politically correct. You're not exactly given too much uh too much credit to one specific person I still would think that Dwayne Haskins has the leg up I mean that's how I'm choosing to look at this he is the guy that kind of got Ron Rivera fired and I would guess I would guess that Ron Rivera isn't going to take a guy like Kyle Allen who lost his final eight games in Carolina and say you know what you deserve the starting spot in this new spot uh, we already make jokes all the time about how we are you know, flirting dangerously close to being the Washington Panthers at this point based on how many people Ron Rivera has bought over from his time in Carolina. But giving Kyle Allen the starting job after he lost the final eight games in Carolina and actually got Ron Rivera fired for losing to Dwayne Haskins, like, it just seems like it would be a bit of a problem. There would be a lot of hoops to jump through in terms of explanations to make that one make a ton of sense. So I don't think that Kyle Allen uh, should be the starter. It really comes down to Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith. And I like what I have seen from Dwayne Haskins and the benefits in Dwayne Haskins' case with this new change of regime is that both of them are kind of on level playing ground when it comes to learning this new offense. And you could make an argument that Dwayne Haskins is in a better spot because he has had more opportunity to to meet with and learn the offense and not focus on just getting healthy. As great as Alex Smith's journey has been, he has to put a lot of time and a lot of thought into just making sure the leg is correct. And because of that, he might not have as much time to work on the offense, to go over the playbook, to talk with coaches. So Dwayne Haskins has that benefit, and he just feels like a much more confident human being this year. Right. I mean, we've seen him be a lot more active in terms of social stuff going on across um, our city and just across the world itself, because we're in kind of a crazy time here. Dwayne Haskins has been a lot more confident. He's worked with some big time uh, wide receivers and catching passes and, and getting big workouts with great quarterbacks. He's worked out with Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton and all these great guys. He feels more confident. He even stressed that he was talking to Julie Donaldson, the great Julie Donaldson, about how he feels coming into training camp. And this is what he said. I think I'm more comfortable than I was last year going into training camp. Uh, not only that, because I have more experience and I've um, seen a lot of stuff live last year. So um, really it's just getting used to the terminology and uh, it's not that complicated. It was being in the West Coast system last year, all the tags and stuff. But um, the coach, coach Turner and Coach Zampese are making it easy for me and, uh, you know, looking forward to getting in on the field. And, you know, we've been throwing with a lot of receivers this offseason and um, we've talking ball as far as the tags and the names of the concepts and calling the plays out. 
Um, so a lot of guys are used to hearing it, but um, just getting used to calling in the huddle, getting to the ball, um, you know, having a good procedure before, and now just getting in the rhythm of playing in the game. I have made it absolutely clear, I feel, throughout the course of this offseason. I am a Dwayne Haskins guy. I have become full-blown in the corner of Dwayne Haskins. It is a hill that I will die on. Now, I have made these decisions with some of our quarterback battles in the past, and I can tell you right now, I feel a lot more confident, and I feel much more willing to die on the hill of Dwayne Haskins than I did uh, when we had the great quarterback battle in the, what was, uh, who, who the hell even cares when it was, but the great quarterback battle of Rex Grossman and John Beck. Remember those days? I feel much more confident with Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith's situation saying that I would die on the hill for Dwayne Haskins. I just think the guy is going to be good. So when we bring up this conversation of, well, should it be Alex Smith? Should it be Dwayne Haskins? No matter what, right now, if we are truly serious about this rebuild, and that's what it seems like Ron Rivera was brought in here to do, right? To be a long rebuild here in D.C., Dwayne Haskins is the guy. It sends this weird mixed signal vibe if we're talking about this rebuild. We're talking all about this rebuild, and all of a sudden, right before we start the season, we're going to go with Alex Smith, who we are not rebuilding around. We did not use a first-round draft pick on Alex Smith, a high first-round draft pick. Yeah, we got rid of Kirk Cousins to bring in Alex Smith, and then we paid Alex Smith a good amount of money, and then we we ditched Kendall Fuller, who is now back. But investing in a first-round pick in Dwayne Haskins should not have been an accident. And if we want to get the most out of that and we want to be serious about this rebuild, you go with Dwayne Haskins. You just don't rebuild around Alex Smith in 2020 at 36 years old. That is not a proper rebuild. Can Alex Smith win football games? I think he did in his first year here, although we all know that while we started 6-3 and three and while we were in the lead for the division, that that was not going to last. Alex Smith wasn't fully grasping the Jay Gruden offense at that point. He could not throw down the field. Would he grasp this offense that we are running this year better? Who knows? I mean, I guess that's something we'll have to wait and see about. But if we are serious about this long rebuild, I think Dwayne Haskins is the best option. Plain and simple. He has a great chemistry with our wide receivers. Obviously, him and Terry are, are tight. And you want to do whatever you can make Terry, whatever you can, uh, whatever Terry McLaurin wants, you kind of got to give him at this point, right? I mean, he is the best wide receiver. He is not the only good wide receiver, but we know we have some wide receiver issues on our roster right now. I mean, I love Antonio Gandy-Golden, but he hasn't played an NFL snap yet. And Steve Sims Jr. is great, but is he a true number two wide receiver? I have no idea yet. We know that Terry McLaurin is awesome. And we know that Dwayne Haskins has chemistry with Terry McLaurin going back from their days in college, going back from from last season. So I'm a big Dwayne Haskins guy, but I'd love to know what you guys think. I did my best to keep this podcast short and sweet, but I want it to be interactive. Do you go with Alex Smith or do you go with Dwayne Haskins? Assuming both guys are healthy, do you have an ethical dilemma in your mind about not wanting to watch Alex Smith play football and possibly get hurt again? Because that is there for me. And I can't be the only one. So let me know on Twitter at Denton underscore day. If you're reading this uh, or listening on the Hogshaven website, be sure to get active in the comment section down below. Do you go with Dwayne Haskins? Do you go with Alex Smith? I want to hear. Until then, I'll see you next time on the Pigpen Podcast. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.